0: You know it's me. time to grow. Yo, what's up? This is your boy Joey Burnham, and this is another episode of The Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. With your boy Fred Freeze. The comparable. Yes, Fred Frio. Yes, this is Rio. Uh. Everything is grinding. Oh, nothing is Petito. Hey. I never get tired of hearing that shit. Hey, you gotta do it, man. So today we're going to discuss 50 Cent and his pettiness, the king of petty. Man, look, the funny thing is, you guys know in hip hop nowadays, we got a lot of dudes out here.
1: They pretty much go at each other with slights. There's subliminals, there's everything. But 50 Cent came in this game as a character mm-hmm. that... Pretty much is just going to everybody, and he doesn't care, and he doesn't stop. Now that the, what we're talking about is recently, Fifty Cent bought a whole front row, like the whole front row section, like maybe 200 seats, at a Ja Rule concert,
0: around fifteen dollars a pop. Fifteen dollars right? a pop.
1: Fifteen bucks a pop. And he he's laughing about that, laughing at the position that Ja Rule is in right now, and much going at Ja about it still. Now, I know that's real bad blood between 50 and Ja Rule because yeah, they, were like, was try, shot and they were stabbed trying to kill and her. Yeah. That yeah. was some real street beef. That was some real street beef. So this comes from a very real spot. You know, we talked about fake beef on this show before. We talked about industry beef. But the Ja Rule and 50 Cent beef uh, with Murder, Inc., Wait, that's, some was, that's some real shit. So they really have... To the grave, type beef. You know, it's the type of stuff that you hope people can get past and maybe find some kind of uh, resolution, and it doesn't ever go back to where it was. But Fifty Cents is the type of dude that, man, once he's got it in for you, he's gonna run it to the end. Once that motherfucker sinks his teeth in, ain't no yeah. He's not gonna pull up up. every. The minute you slip, he's gonna be there. I remember when uh, Rick Ross recently was ill. And this dude went on Twitter and said, "If he dies, he dies." Yeah, this dude cold-blooded, man. It's like a a litany of petty shit that he's done. I mean, look, I'll tell you, my man Fat Joe, who I like, he took
0: somebody's mama, uh, somebody's baby mama shopping, right? Yeah, that was that was that was uh, what you call it. Uh, It wasn't Rick Ross. It was Rick Ross.
1: It was Rick Ross. Yeah, Rick Rick, Rick Ross. uh, Fifty Cent took Rick Ross baby mama shopping, and the thing that kills me is my man Fat Joe. Like like said, because I ride go. with Joey Cartagena. <laughs> Everybody know I ride with Joey Cartagena. Yeah, if I ever get the chance yeah, to interview buddy. that dude, I ride with Joey Cartagena straight up. Yes, uh, but he wants to fight mm-hmm. like 50, like bad. so bad. Like he wants to really fight him. Like it's, it's like, look, man, <laughs> let's just stop all this talking and let's just get it in,
0: man. Which I think 50 Cent. Might whip his ass. <laughs> hey, I can't say that. <laughs> I, I, I think look. Fifty with Fifty got the boxing background. Yeah, he's in better me. shape than Joe. Yeah, I think he'll beat Joe up. I, I, I really
1: do. I'm, i I'm just. I ain't gonna even get in it. Like I said, I like that's some craziness. I'm like, look, I would like to see it. They, if they can go the. See, I'm ready for some rappers to do that. I'm ready for some rappers to go ahead and let's look. If y'all don't don't shoot, don't shoot it out. Go ahead and just get in the octagon. Out. Let's get in the octagon. Let's make some money off of this. You know what I'm saying let us I mean Somebody gotta win Somebody gotta lose Y'all want
0: money Y'all want beef Well you can combine the two Exactly right. Get your money And, and get you your can beef. get the aggression out And squash the beef Exactly Hopefully Hopefully Don't not, milk it Don't milk it Let that shit die In the yeah. in the octagon Or yep. boxing ring Or whatever you exactly. do Exactly we'll Or fight each other Multiple times If it must, if well, yeah, it must that, happen yeah. Yeah. yeah We can have a trilogy Yeah Yep
1: Don't be like Mayweather Like 90 years old Talking about I'm ready to fight Whoever comes along Cause I'm spending All my money like a fool
0: yeah. Um, but. Um, so 50 Cent bought. You said he bought 200 seats. Yeah. At 15 bucks a pop. Yes. And. At a, for a Ja Rule concert. For a Ja Rule concert. And all those seats obviously were fucking
1: empty. Yes, he did it because he wanted the front row to be empty. <laughs> I mean, to me. It's, it's harsh enough Cause you know 50's gone on And he's already He's got this big check From producing the show Power and he just got Some more money From producing something else 50 has really milked His music industry situation yeah. And he he's still doing shit musically Yeah I mean, o- Outside the music he's Now I'm gonna say movie. Occasionally he still Will drop a song Here and there And the song will do okay yeah. It'll hit it'll, I'm, What I'm trying to say Is it'll it'll hit his marks It'll get He's the, very
0: relevant And, and yeah. he's very smart
1: yeah So he's worked this thing and In the business man. way Yes But his petty That's Everybody else tries to do What he does to sell records It don't work it's, like, it's him It's that, just that's him That's what
0: it is The thing about 50 Cent is When everybody else does it They're trying to do it Yeah When 50 does it It's truly who it's truly he just, is Deep down, down is. in his heart Yes He is And forever will be. A petty individual. Yes, I
1: mean you gotta love it. Like I told people, if you stay petty, you ain't gotta get petty.
0: If you stay petty. (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. exactly. You ain't gotta get petty.
0: You ain't got to get petty. Yeah, exactly, man. Man, Come on. Fifty fucking cents. Um, it's funny, and I laugh. Yes. But when I really think about the shit, when I think about how petty he is overall, and as much as it fucking humors me and makes me laugh. That's his fucking problem too yes. His strength is his curse Or his gift is his curse I should say mm-hmm. Because I remember a time when 50 Cent was hot Get Rich or Die trying, 50 Cent Massacre 50 Cent That 50 Cent was the biggest artist And act in New York And New York Needed a superhero to save him Hip hop needed another Or New York I should say Hip, I keep saying hip hop like But at that time When 50 Cent was big Massacre, get rich or die trying. New York needed a fucking superhero. They needed another biggie. They needed a biggie figure who can shine the light back on New York. Yeah, 50 Cent was that guy, mm-hmm. but he fucking squandered it because he didn't want to link up and 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 team up with niggas. Instead, he wanted to beef with Fat Joe. He wanted to beef with j ja They kind of had to beef. They had some real shit. exactly. But he wanted to beef with fucking Jay-Z Jay-Z the Wu-Tang Clan he had, that mother was beefing
1: with everybody
0: 50 C has such a this town ain't big enough for the both of us motherfucking hip hop is competitive I wanna rip everybody's head off and that's natural that's true to a degree but had he just brought everybody together and that shit would've
1: brought the light back to New York but you know the, the sad thing is is how he came in and the funny thing is he was groomed by Jam Master Jay in a lot of ways before he was killed it's like He came in as kind of like the stick-up kid of the industry. So he came in with the whole how to rob thing. And then, of course, when Jay got killed, I think... He's always been a bad guy. So he came in as a villain. And the funny thing about this, this game is it is about playing a character. It still is about being a character. So... He He plays his character to a team. Yeah, he accepted the role of, hey, I'm going to be that dude. I'm going to be that odd man out. and Because I love recently. But at the
0: expense of New York.
1: Yes, it was. Because I'm going to tell you, recently he still. To the betterment
0: of his career uh, and character, but at the expense of New York. Yeah, and that was sad. New York was being outshined, if you will, by the South. And really the West Coast, too. Mm -hmm. Because the West Coast was bubbling with the game and shit like that. The only New York artist that was fucking killing it, you had Jay-Z, 50 Cent, and I can't think of nobody else. Yes. Ja Rule, too, was big at that time. Yeah. So. 50 Cent was the hottest. He he, he could have been the second Biggie. I'm not talking about Biggie Smalls in terms of rap style or personality, but in terms of a New York artist that makes you look at New York again when the yeah. attention is elsewhere, 50 Cent was that nigga. Yeah. Man, instead of taking that opportunity and letting everybody share the shine, he said, fuck Fat Joe, fuck Jadakiss, fuck Wu-Tang, fuck this nigga. Everybody and anybody in that Very order. selfish, very fucking petty.
1: Yeah. The king of petty.
0: Yes, and I'm going to tell you, even recently,
1: he was on an interview, uh, I think on This Is 50, on his site, and this dude was like uh, talking about how Jay-Z and Beyonce dropped the album at the same time. Miles dropped it. And he said, he said, he said, he was talking about how Jay Z has that low key petty. Like Jay Z get you with that little sideways move. He said he, said, he did say that. Like yeah.
0: He when said I do some shit. Everybody talking. But when Jay Z and the mother niggas do it, yeah, y'all don't say so, shit. Exactly. Them he, niggas is just like me. Yeah. He That's he, the point
1: he was making. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, look, man. Like Jay Z just sit there like, you know. Nah. I said I'm gonna drop an album. Jay Z just put. He had his wine glass like. Jay Z just put the album right there It was just looking at you like. Say so he's looking back. <laughs> he said someone Jay Z is back there like. <laughs>
0: I love it when he yeah. did Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to do the Jay Z. Yeah. That's a horrible person. But yeah, he, but see, and I get his point. I get his point. But his level of petty is obvious. Yes. It's motherfucking direct. Yep. And it it's consistent. He always does some petty shit. At least two times a year, <laughs> this nigga's <laughs> averaging at the very least some petty. Bullshit twice a year At least least. Sometimes it's funny Most of the time it's funny Most of the time it's entertaining Let's just keep it going on We like it That's his character He's the heel He's the bad guy You look for for that from Yeah You expect him to look For the shit from 50 Cent So hell I'm with it I, I support it I like it But The only time I didn't like it Is when he had an opportunity To bring New York together And make some real noise that motherfucker just shows to be an asshole, basically. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I have no critique yeah. about Fifty percent I think I think his bad guy persona is needed in hip hop. Yeah, you mean, not every- then, but overall, yeah, I yeah.
1: can rock with it. Yeah, and I and my thing that kills me is, um,
0: oh pickleheaded bitch!
1: <laughs> I, 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 what kills me is I just hate the fact that, um, like you said, it, it kind of took down New York And we needed to kind of keep some guys top forty lyrical type guys that could have just kind of came in behind him I hate the fact that G-Unit didn't really pan out because to me I feel like a lot of guys didn't work because that was one of opportunity
0: driven situations now a friend of mine said ain't, ain't none of them niggas gonna work anytime you come out up under a nigga you ain't gonna do good but see the, and that's what's sad though you Ludacris so and DTP only nigga that was hot was Ludacris 50 and G-Unit only nigga that was really hot was Fifty. Goddamn Nelly, Saint Ludicks. Only nigga that was really hot was Saint. Louis. And but the, Eminem, D12. Only motherfucker that was really hot was Eminem. But the problem we is, can keep going down. The goddamn they don't lie. work.
1: That's a, what I'm saying is they don't work and they don't try to develop their own real big time personality. They're waiting for. They're constantly waiting on the, their star to keep quarterbacking. And like I always told people, because I talk about old buddy from Nashville, Young Buck. Who had bars and everything. It still does to this day. Dope. Dope, dope bars. Dope, dope. bars. My thing is, I'm like, dude, you had a place like Nashville, where you were pretty much you had you had risen. You had risen to the ranks. Now, the only people over there were people like um what's his name? Uh that does car full of white boys. Uh the, the white guy. Right, yeah. Yeah. Haystack. That was the um, only person that was bubbling over there was haystacks. I forgot Pistol, not Pistol Pete, but two pistols. There was an artist by the name of something else over there. And you know there was a few other underground artists that were over there. There's also some experimental artists over there, like uh, King Bass Deep, and people yeah, I like heard that. Of him. But other than that, you really didn't have like that <clears throat> blow up hip hop artist. And he had gotten on with G Unit during the time when Tony Yayo was in jail. And what me and Lawrence G always talked about, that was an opportunity where you were supposed to be like, okay, I'm finna Tupac this situation. I'm finna go in here I'm finna get these songs out I'm finna get beats From all these motherfuckers They're gonna be trying to get beats with, Off somebody on G-Unit Get me a young producer I'm finna put him in here Put him to work You see what I'm saying? Put okay. Get me a production team together We're gonna go in there Go to work And we ain't gonna do number of songs Right? Then I'm gonna put together Me the strongest dudes in the city Or in that surrounding area From Huntsville To Nashville To You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna take a triangle And we finna Basically, when I ain't on tour with G Unit, I'm on tour with y'all. I'm finna big up y'all name. You know what I'm saying? And you gonna be on my label. So that way, when G Unit fall, I'm just gonna fall right down here and go on keep doing my work. Right. I mean, he, think about it, if Young Buck would've went and got the G sides from Huntsville. Think if Young Buck would've went and got like these different acts that's already what burgeoning right there and just cut a deal yeah. and just put them dudes on the road together and boom. You know what I'm saying? You got you on because that's basically um, what is it? Um, Dr. Dre signed Eminem. Eminem signs Fifty. See what I'm saying? And see, see how I'm saying? So it's basically, it's kind of like you hate to call it like a pyramid scheme like that, but you can develop some talent where you can eat and not always have to push your pen and use the gravitas that you developed off your name. But they didn't do that.
0: Like, Lord Banks could have did the same thing in his area too. I don't think fifty cent uh, I say fifty cent. I don't think Buck was that he was savvy. He was not. 'Cause cause I was he I was up have in Franklin, more. Tennessee
1: when they were raiding his house. The the feds were putting his house on the market when, because and, he and was then, paying his taxes. And
0: speaking of fifty cent and being petty, fifty cent recorded the goddamn conversation when young Buck was crying. Yeah. Pouring his fucking heart out to fifty. And but, and fifty recorded that shit as Buck is on the phone crying took everything man and 50 Cent recorded the conversation and let yeah they done some shit well it's because Buck came out was talking stuff and,
1: and 50 had to bail him out twice <laughs> I'm like see cause that's what the situation cause he knew they were, cause like a lot of times the problem and is and then he got grow. back yes with G unit because listen needed that money that, again feeding people versus trying to make people grow you have to give your, your crew cool, tough love you gotta be like I need you to be strong cause I'm gonna fall eventually and I need somebody behind me to catch me. This is a team effort. This ain't a, this ain't a what to call it. This ain't an effort where I, I just prop you up all day. And when I run out of gas, everybody just let me hit the ground and say, it was a good run, And that's basically what everybody is expected to do in a lot of these team efforts. And that's why they fail. You know, like, everybody's like, he's the star. He can carry us forever. I'm like, yeah, you man. need to develop your own thing, man.
0: It's crazy because a lot of these people form these groups, like, like, like you call it. You're Clips. the first person I heard use this terminology, and I learned this because of you, but Vanity Label. Yep. These niggas are so vain that their labels help people and sign people and get people paid. But these little subsidiary-ass, branching-off-ass labels that are created are really created to boost that one person.
1: Yep, and, and to keep them quiet. Like and the record label hands. Yeah, a that's a Vanity Label so that they basically, basically they are re-up on their contract Um, And it gives them an opportunity to almost be an A&R and develop talent upstream because really all you are is an A&R. So basically what happens is you'll get distribution or whatever through the label that you're already with. And they'll if you get if you get a big time act, they probably have a a shot at it. See what I'm saying? So it's like it's an upstreaming type thing. And like so the labels always set traps like that up. And I mean, and, and that term actually comes from the music industry because that's what they actually do. They, they give them vanity labels. It's almost like the great white hype. Just keep giving him jump and feeding his ego, and he'll never ask for his money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'll yeah. never ask for his money. By the time he asks for his money, it's too late. Now, a friend of mine, before we move on to the next topic, he was talking about, he wanted us to talk about, uh, and he knew we were coming in recording today. Somebody online was uh, bad about the 50 Cent Over like when putting saying that Ja Rubu was better because he liked Ja Rule better and we're like that dude's got to be like more of a pop dude because what, what are we talking about we, well, Ja Rule like, well, is better lyrically so like and see that, my thing is what's the, comp, what's the what's the argument I think that's that may be the argument because I'm not a fan mm. of Ja Rule in any shape form or fashion
0: I have a not ja even Vinnie Vinny, Vinny, Vici. I, I, I may be pronouncing that album wrong, yeah, but the Vinny, first Vinny, album.
1: Yeah, I remember that. I, I, I never was a fan. I
0: get all the knocks on Jaru. I yeah. get that he sounded like Pac at one time, and yeah. before that he sounded like DMX. And yeah. after, after, after that, he sounded like a pop fucking R&B guy. He even had a song with Ashanti where it sounded like some Grease-type shit. Yeah. The video was like, yeah. you had a Grease thing. Yeah. So I get that. But there was a moment. Vinnie Vinny, Vinny, Vici. That album was fucking raw that was the last time that album was the last time you got super dope new york artists getting on the track and killing that shit i could be wrong maybe it was something after that but that was the last time i remember jay-z jaru dmx I forgot the name of that song. I, I, I think it was on the Belly soundtrack. But that was the last time them niggas got together on some New York lyrical shit. Yeah, after they they that, were threatening to form a group at one time. After that, okay. After, after that, that, there you go. After that, them niggas dispersed, and New York really started to get splintered. Yeah,
1: because it got into factions. Because had and factionism Rider, and shit. You know, you had Rough Rider, Murder, Inc.,
0: and Rockefeller. And them niggas was fucking with each other at one yeah, point. Yeah. And that and that that 1st Ja J-Rule album represented that shit. It was a good album. You listen to that album, you hear good beats, you hear bars, you hear you hear what you want to hear from a New York rapper. That shit was raw. See, I just never, I never rocked.
1: like I remember back when he was with the Cash Money clique. Um. Uh. I, I just never really rocked with Ja rule It's kind of like him. Like I finally was warmed up to D-M-X slightly. You know what I'm saying? But well, I remember when he came in, um, that with the get at me, dog, using the Get the Bozak sample, which I forgot what it, because the EPMD had used that same sample for Get the Bozak. Um, you know, and I, it may have almost been the same beat, like you know. Mm-hmm. I gotta go see.
0: It. I wasn't, was. I wasn't crazy about that song. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And so when he everything came, everything like,
0: after that, Shh, fuck yeah. And see,
1: well, it, I, songs here and there after that, I was good. You know i just never got into the persona. see what i'm saying certain things that never really caught me because i wasn't the audience you see what i'm saying so i respected it but i respected what he was doing you feel me? shit gotta be on astral planes for you to like it well it's just kind of like if i want if my street dudes i want my street dudes to actually for real for real like i got what he was doing but the dog characters and all of that other stuff kind of like threw now he he played a character he no he to played to a his character, character. he stuck to his character a fault to a fault and and my my thing is but i respect him Cause I knew that he was about it He did it I respected everything that he did And I, he's got songs I love There's songs I love by DMX So I never will like You know I ain't got I, And I love DMX a hundred times more Than I love Ja Rule Ja Rule yeah. yeah I just have I, I can see Yeah yeah. And I don't have no like. And it's one of those crazy things It's not like I dis Or dislike Ja Rule It's just like He just never really Just hit me You feel what I'm saying It's just like I was just kinda I respect like
0: I, he, he was one of my favorite rappers yeah, so, At all time. At, yeah. at one time He's one, one of my favorite rappers. So and it's like
1: 50 when he came in, like I remember when he came in. I hated the beat for Wangster, but I loved his flow. I love the beat,
0: the beat yeah, of so Wangster. That that, that Wangster beat was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah so
1: like it's it's a, a ringtone rapper beat. Yeah. Yeah, and so that that's kind of like you know, but I love I love his flow. I love exactly what he was saying. I love the way he was playing with it. I said he's back on that how to rob shit that you ain't you ain't no friend of mine you ain't no kin of mine what make you think i want to run up on you with the nine i do this all the time i'm selling dicks <laughs> and die i'm like yeah a doody I'm doody,
0: like, doody do yeah doody exactly doody exactly do. that nigga man that damn dude. homie
1: yeah in high school you was a man homie what the fuck happened to y'all he was just laying people out and i was like dude at that point when he did that That was 50 at his best Yes that was him at when, and, and see the problem with 50 is I think he didn't And like Massacre
0: a lot of, shit started going
1: downhill Because he didn't transition He did like Eminem is doing Like every, they got a formula And they stick with it Like 50 Cent is on industry mode 50 Cent is a writer He's trying to write the industry songs now He's not There's nothing else there He's not there to do anything So you're a rich guy That's still saying that I'll kill you and I'm like fifty. Like it's well documented. He got security. Now I ain't saying that fifty won't kill you. I'm pretty sure he got some dudes. He got tons of weed carriers. That ain't doing shit with their life. But really, do you want to waste millions to kill a nobody or somebody like that? And I, it's like, and then you're not telling. You're not telling that street shit from an angle. You're not giving us a story like you do movies now, and you actually write screenplays and shit. And really, you need to write your street level stuff the way Scarface does Scarface writes very personal street vignettes like when Scarface writes a song damn it you can feel it he'll shake your ass that ain't 50 though I know but that ain't 50 but that's that's growth that's where you gotta go the reason why Jay-Z stays on is cause Jay-Z has started to go there he's always been the dude Jay-Z is a, is a street soul dude you feel me He's like unlike a lot of dudes who just be like, nigga, I'm a killer, I kill a killer who kills a killer who sits inside of a
0: and kill, kill a em. killer. <laughs> man, exactly. that nigga, Fifty ain't gonna grow. They put a body bag in a body bag in a, and put your body bag <laughs> in, a body, in a, bag. a body bag and put that in a sarcophagus. God damn it! In the in the words of the great Tech 9 yes, the right. battle rapper, yes. not yes. the industry. <laughs> yes. But Fifty, man, that nigga ain't gonna. grow Nah, he ain't. He's a. What you guy. see. It's what, it's you, what get. you get. That's it. He's a mean, petty, yes, rude, unapologetic, bullying son of a bitch. Yep, and man, I'm telling you, I would love. It and I he, love it. That's why I said I'll put it. But that's it. where that's where he at. I don't. Fifty Cent musically, he 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 topped out. Yeah, he's never gonna he's give you a, another classic album. You know, yeah. you might get an average album from Fifty. 50. He don't and, even. Tell and them he them. making too much money to even. That's get what I said. Up. He, that's what I'm trying to say. He gone from. He that.
1: needed yeah. get rich or die trying. Exactly. He don't need that shit. No, no he doesn't. And and what would kill me? I would love it if he just took his pettiness and just did like almost not another how to rod, but kind of like set the record straight and just be airing niggas out on shit that they doing and stuff like. That'd that. be nice. Oh, it would be nice. I would love it. i would like, just go at them, Fifty. Please, just just go at them. It's like you begging for him to come in and just body some dude. Just, just to act crazy, to shake the game, cause you, 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 you like Loki and shit. You like hip hop's Loki, like <laughs> I, t- I acquaint him to that. Like you know, you know the Avengers <laughs> movies. He's like Loki. He came there to wreck shit. He Loki he, the trickster. He would be in uh, Stink meaner's crew. If this was the Boondocks,
0: he'd be in Stinkman's crew. But yeah, ending the Fifty Cent conversation where we started. Yeah. Fifty Cent is a petty motherfucker.
1: Yes, yes he is, and I. Still telling you, I would just love. I would really wish. He is the Loki, like I said. He is the stink. The God you know? of mischief. Yes, the God of mischief. He is. He would be a part of Colonel Stink meaner's crew. Cool. Yeah. Because. Uh, because you remember, he they, they they didn't have a purpose. Bitch ass. You know? Nigga. They didn't have a purpose. They said they asked him, "Why are you doing this?" Like we just like to see stuff fucked up. <laughs> That's what to said. They ain't got no purpose. He has no purpose. Like at this point, why would 50 do any of the stuff that he's doing? Like. He ain't trying to sell a record But he came at Ja Rule He mentioned Jay Z He's just poking at people They're like Why are you doing this 50? What's the album behind it? Like we talked about MGK And MGK Basically I told you He did that whole thing To try to prop up a record That really Didn't do anything I don't even want to talk about that I ain't talking about that shit He he did that for that But Let's move on to the push of T Yeah Speaking of that You know uh, Speaking of people doing things Exactly when sales are about to drop you know. Um, so Pusha T and Drake. Drake went on, and we talked about this I believe a show ago, but Drake. Yeah, this went is kind of like a continuation. Yeah, he went on um the shop. The shop with LeBron. The James, James
0: show. Yes. And talked about how he got that information. No, the information was given to Pusha T the, about his baby mama and his child. Oh, Kanye. So, yeah, so Kanye, it, Kanye was the lead. I kinda fucked that up when I said that. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's what it was. Kanye yeah. was the one who gave the information to Pusha T about Drake's baby mama and kid and added on and all that shit. And, and yeah. Pusha T was like, No, that's not where I got it. Yeah, I got it from Noah
1: himself. I got it from 40 himself. Yeah. Um, and what well, is not Noah's Ford? 40. What, what is it? What? Is it? what, what? What's that guy's name? Is it 40? It's, I don't
0: forget. I don't, I don't I know. I thought.
1: 40's real name was Noah. Okay right? so okay, yeah it is Noah. Okay see I'm messing up stuff you know I, I don't do my research I'm unprofessional um, but yeah it's like he came out and said that and then he also was stating the fact that he kind of just rides for his team. He was saying like if you say something about Kanye or whatever like that well you know, you know it's on my team you know I'm, that's not how I'm built you know I'm gonna go ahead and just make the statements I'm gonna do with it and he's talking about he's doing it from the Adage of this is that rap thing. It's this rap sport thing. And I I get it. No, I understand that fully. Because you know, you know what school we from. We get that fully. We get it. We talk about that all the time. But something I have come to accept, no matter what, and I'm going to stay to that to the day I die. But realistically, honestly, I, uh, it's just not what it used to be. The game ain't what it used to be. People saying that it's about that, I think still are reaching. I get what he's doing, possibly, but he crossed the line. Yeah, yeah, he did. He got too personal and crossed the line with Drake. And yeah, he did. And I and I think that, you know, people get mad when people say that because they want to see it go on for messiness. But I'm like, dude, you don't understand. When you get too far into this stuff, it, there's nowhere else for it to go, and it does go to street stuff. Don't just, don't forget that KRS-One to put his hands on people. Don't forget that, you know, people done run up on folks. Folks were running up on folks. So, the whole notion of hip hop beef, I tell people, or the, on wax, was to prevent that from happening. When Common went at uh, Ice Cube like that, basically, eventually, Farrakhan, when they were doing the Million Man March, he's helped squash that. You know, they came in and squashed that, from what I understand. Or somebody came in and squashed that situation so that they, it would be okay. Uh, but that's the type of stuff I'm talking about cause you got like cause you remember look Common was being reckless I mean he was, but he's from Chicago so there's no such uh, thing like one of the knockout kings yes so this dude like they, he was talking whatever and so you look at the stuff that West calling them doing he was doing like uh, Common was doing like Iron Solomon does and was doing his thing he's yeah. breaking down he's breaking you down Whatever, and they were coming yeah, back to him like, Iron "I versus
0: you. Rum Nitty on, Exactly. On the smack platform. Exactly. When Whereas Iron Solomon just broke down. Remember? Yeah. Whereas you know you got Whereas like. Pussy T, on the other hand, was just being mean and putting nigga business in the street.
1: Exactly. So that's it's that it's that type of thing. And then I think the. And you
0: disagree is, with that approach.
1: Well, here's my situation. There was a business angle that they went after, which you have to do. You go out and have somebody eat and all of those stuff, and you you know you slanderize and they're doing all this other stuff and super uh, sensationalize the situations that's going on. But my my big takeaway from this is Kanye is way more involved, no matter what what you call it. Say he may be acting, but he's just a middleman. He's a middleman caught between two dudes that's. that's Two guys that's heavy in the industry, yep. Jocelyn, and really, honestly, Uncle Snoop said it best. Really, this is a Kim Kardashian thing, cause Kanye feels some sort of way that the rumors out there that Drake may have slept with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> uh, Everybody slept with him, that and that's why I said I'm like, what? What is the what's the? I point? slept
0: with that mother.
1: Exactly, like and up, got the scars to prove. Yeah, there, there you go. Like it's, it was like fucking a couch. <laughs>
0: STDs I'm talking yeah. about STDs yeah.
1: Yes Yes And, and so, that doesn't
0: mean Smoke that dope Or suck that dick Yes 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 <laughs> We mean the deadly type of yes. STDs So So when you actually
1: Um Look at it I think that has something to do with it And I think that there's other things Like just Knocking points off the guy who's on top And you know Like again I think you no. Know, I answered my question what's Pusha T gonna do uh, if he gets in any industry trouble he's been doing okay with actually writing jingles and he's got a couple other lines or whatever he's doing but the question is like cause I don't I think good music is gonna suffer because of what Kanye is doing now I think good music's chances are done that's that, it was that already vanity label shit we were just talking yeah, about yeah it, it was already a graveyard yeah people weren't really that's coming that out that's that vanity
0: label shit we were yeah, just talking about
1: yeah cause like they can't really they don't develop artists. They don't whatever. The artists that get on there, they don't often work the
0: way they should. Um, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but uh, I don't know, man. I feel like Pusha T did what he should've did.
1: Well, I mean, now let me say
0: this. Let me let me be fair and say this. From an outside looking in, being a music listener, being a fan, it seems okay. Now. If I knew the inner stories and bullshit that was behind it, if, if I was a fly on the wall, I would probably look at Pusha and say, no, nah, y'all got history. Don't say that. Because I, I I don't know. If I'm closer to the situation, I might not like what truth in business was spread. Yeah. But my position as a fan, I'm like, hey, you don't like the nigga. You got beef with him fuck him put his business out talk shit say shit that i heard him because a wax battle and a battle is a fight yeah not all the time it can be in good sport and it can be classy but there's also an extreme side to it a side where you want to fight somebody Yeah. and you have to settle for words when you are mad at somebody and you wish you can kill them shoot them beat them up and you say to yourself well i can't do that guess i'll just have to settle for words that alone makes your words very fucking strong and potent so because he had to settle for words he chose some very harsh words for drake some very personal words for drake and um i understand where you're coming from you should have cool. You should have class. You shouldn't put a man's business out in the street. You shouldn't kick a motherfucker when he down. But I'm all in this case. I'm all for it, man. Fuck it. Well, see, it's I, I, it's war. It's well, see, violent. It's it's bloody. It's ugly. It's blood and guts. Fuck it. Let the niggas go at it.
1: But my my problem is, I just found that I have a six degree of separation type thing. I feel like again the whole I'm riding for my team and. Um, you see what I'm saying I'm, Now we're fighting Because You're fighting with Kanye And Like You know what I'm saying When You've flown out to a place Kanye won't let you be out there With the people He'll fly out somebody else You feel me I, That type of stuff I kind of Because cause he knows That you're kind of like uh, Still street Or still hothead I, You know A lot of that stuff Just kind of hurts my head Like I said <laughs> it, it gets into the whole you literally rubbed your head, yeah, as exactly. You said that. Exactly, said, it, hurts it hurts my head because I'm like, I, I, I'm on that side of the street where, look, you know, if my man is in a fair one, he's in a fair one. If he needs my help, and a bunch of people jumping him, then he needs, then a, he yeah. needs my help. Yeah. But I don't just, you know, I'm not gonna make a whole big funk about things. Like, you and Lil Wayne ain't really even went at it righteously in a long time. Is that beef even relevant anymore? Like, did anybody even care when it was? I mean, you did Mr. Me Too, and y'all were going back and forth like blue, 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 blue. I mean, it was like ah, uh, nobody cared. I mean, I don't even think that registered. Not with me. So, you know, then you move forward, and it seems like Drake. just seems like an easy target for people. Like, yeah. And I think that people go at Drake, and that's why I feel like I don't get nobody points for dissing Drake. The reason why is because he it an makes easy you a target. bully. It makes you a bully. Like you going at Drake. It's kind of like, bro, what Bitch, is it? A- don't let that shit fool you. That's you know what I'm saying. Because he'll he he'll get you. He'll get you because he got a big platform. And he still, you know, he won on platform in the sense that he sold like 20 million units and set all these records. And him and Lil Wayne both set all these records on sales and, and on streaming and all this other crap. I'm like, that's like, dude, what what did you intend to do? And like Drake just had enough sense to know that, hey, you just want me to get out of character so you can destroy my character. So you can make me frustrated and make me look silly and destroy my character. I'm just going to fall back. And people can say I lost so they can do whatever they want to do. But I'm still going to count this money. (laughs) And I'm going to go do something else. And, you know, this ain't because this ain't Beat Street no more. This ain't, you know, ain't whatever. We ain't finna take it to the mattresses. I got too much money to count for us to go ahead and for me to let one of my weed carriers loose. Because best believe everybody got some weed carrier. That he ain't did, you know, everybody got them five dudes. They hanging around and they happy to just be going for the ride. And they throw them some bones every now and then, some video vixens and, and some good weed. And they just standing there. And it's like, hey man, that dude give me a hard time for real. The next yeah. thing you know, they at the
0: BT Award jumping people. That's, that's all they do. You know what I'm saying? And don't let this distract you from the fact that it was 40 who Leaked this information to Pusha T because of pillow Because of pillow Hey Pusha, you know that nigga Drake got a secret baby, right? Well, really, I just wanted to let you know. Back to the music. Boom, 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 boom.
1: Well, no, that happened because I think the way he describes it is there's a girl that was with Pusha T. Now they with uh 40, and be like, they all these dudes be having emotional women problems. You know, if you're having well, girl problems, I feel bad for your son. Like I said, so they all these dudes got emotional women problems, and I'll be like, you guys need oh, to yeah, stop talking about women Oh, yeah, it's always a away. bitch
0: at the root of some bitch shit. So
1: yeah, it, it, Kim Kardashian is tied up with that, what you call it. You what I'm I like? would like to
0: think I'm above that, but, you know, I don't have that much money influence, that many bitches. I'm just a, a low-level peon, but I would like to think if I was in their position, I would like to think I would rein my bitches in. And let them know That men run shit around
1: Yeah Well the truth of the matter is The best artists have been The people who like I see a lot of guys Who are married Been married for years And they still be talking They pimping stuff You're Dr. Dre is married Like But they You know They women out there They, they high power women Doing their own business Living their life You don't never see them They ain't out here The problem is When they got all these starlets And people who trying to be Actresses And all this other stuff And everybody They on the scene too And they setting out So your whole if you got a problem, she didn't cook the omelet. No, that is. So a, as he didn't cook the omelet, that is today, a She didn't cook the omelet.
0: That is a problem. The bitch don't so, cook the yeah. omelet, right? See, and she gonna get a motherfucking omelet split. I didn't say that. I just let's that, just keep it. So anyway, um, let's talk about some fucking rap movies. See, look, look, look at that. <laughs> as I as I segue from my domestic violence case that I'm trying not to fucking catch but goddamn. Versus versus, Bodied Fred and I watched some trailers today The first trailer that we watched Was Bodied And Bodied yeah. is a battle rap movie Produced by Eminem It's very 8 mile-ish yeah. And it looks like a good trailer and, and from the trailer What we surmised Is the movie is about race And freedom of speech explored through the vehicle of battle rap that's body Yep. then we watched another trailer about a british battle rap movie and the name of that movie is versus um both of these movies are led by white people versus is it seems more like it's about a guy who really finds his own strength through battle rap he finds strength confidence and battle rap Becomes this thing that kind of saves his life Even when the world around him is crumbling That's yeah. how I And would. I'm more interested in that one. And I'm more interested in Versus Versus, Versus seems more genuine So, bodied American battle rap movie It's got a lot of smack And king of the dots, legendary battle rappers in it And Versus has shoddy horror in it So we got these two battle rap movies One across the pond One over here in the US I like what I'm seeing Let's talk about body for a minute because I do have a gripe. But I'll let you go first because me and you pretty much got the same gripe. Yeah, it feels like. But let's talk about body, quickly. our our impressions of it so far. Yep.
1: Yeah. Basically, body to me feels like Dances with Wolves,
0: The Last Samurai. Um, when you look at um, the white man will save us. Yes. Uh, the uh, what's that other movie? The Indigenous People. Yeah. Will be shown how to do something they have been doing for years. I, yes,
1: I've risen above I, the white. I've taken the thing that you do and I've done it so much better. It's like, but you sound just like this other guy over here that never gets any shine. Well, if they work harder, they get shine. How about you're an anomaly and you get to shine because of that? Uh, and not saying that you're not good. It's just that's it. It's like that's pretty much what's happening. So basically at the end of the day is it and then on top of that it also feels like um, a little generic A little generic feels like eight mile to me again yeah you know it's like this talking about body by the way. a body so it doesn't i don't i'm i'm not as attached to it even watching the trailer as i am with the same white character being the lead in verses because i'm more attached to that i can feel the humanity in that i can feel that individual trying to find themselves in that whereas body it just seems like they're forcing this shit
0: yeah, body to me, just, I don't, if I watch the movie, it's, it's Bodied has been like out for a while in terms of, it's been a thing for a while. Yeah. I remember hearing about body like a year and a half ago. Yeah. So it's been a thing for a while. I guess it's going to have a major release just now, but it's been, it's been in existence for a while. Watching the, bo- the trailer for Bodied, Bodied seems like it won't suck but it seems very cliche it seems like black hip hop appropriation yeah. again and they even touch on that in the trailer yeah. um, my problem with the movie it just seems like it seems like black folk can't have anything without white folk trying to come in and take it and curate it as their own some, it's not good until we get our hands on that type of shit. It, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, that, that's, that's how that's it feels
0: thing. to me. Yeah, am I making sense? Yeah, cause like, cause before
1: you know, it's it's the most toxic thing ever. Why are you rapping, rappers? Yeah. stupid. I don't like rap. Rap is Rappers did, rappers that. Oh, I can rap. Okay, and then it's like, oh look, I actually like this. I'm actually rapping good now. I, I actually I'm using words. I thought My before, boy, this.
0: I liked. I liked. I liked eight nine. Because it was just Eminem's story It's a good movie And it was Eminem's story Uh, Or a take on his story Yeah yeah. A take on Eminem's story But bodied As interesting as it looks Bodied looks like Another white boy Lyrically destroying All these black people And rising to the top Why can't that be a black guy?
1: Yeah Yeah why can't you tell a story Of a a, Basically you could almost Take from a verses You got like a kid Black kid picked on in school And all this other stuff and he finds his way on the battle rap circuit. It's, for
0: me, you know I'm for me, it's not that I'm racist. Yeah. It's not that I don't like white people or that I can't see a white boy doing just that, destroying all the black competition around him. Mm-hmm. Hell, we just saw a white boy destroy Rum Nitty yeah. in Iron Solid. So it's not this pulled back and pushed back from me because I'm racist and I don't like white people and I don't want to see a white people in a black. Yeah, because they, that's not the part. Case.
1: And, and added a decent part in
0: it. Yeah, they always, exactly. My gripe is it always seems like black people are getting slighted and left at the fucking door with the shit we create. This is our shit. Yeah. Hip hop is our shit. There's a lot of people that disagree with that. Because there's a lot of people who say shit like hip-hop doesn't belong to one race. It's for everybody to enjoy. Here's the fucking reality. Hip-hop belongs to black and brown people. And everybody else that comes in has been invited into the house of hip-hop by black and brown people. And if you are not black and brown, you got to follow the rules of the black and brown people. If you step in my house, you got to wipe your feet on the rug before you step in my and you got to respect my house rules. That's what hip hop is. It was a house that was built by black and brown people. Why was it built by black and brown people? Because the circumstances that we were put in, taking instrumentation and music out to schools. So now we have to make beats with our mouths because we don't have flutes and saxophones. Yep. Now we have to rap because we're not doo-wopping anymore. Hip hop created itself from the fucking muck. who lives in the fucking muck black and brown people that's where hip hop came from and we liked it first we curated it first and continue to do so and then white people from the outside looking in got interested in what the niggas and the spics do and when we saw they were interested we were nice enough to say you wanna break dance with us you wanna rap with us at that point we invited you in the house And sometimes it seems as if white people get a little carried away and they forget that this isn't a house you built. This isn't something that you started. Respect. It's, It's that way with every fucking thing. I hate to sound like an elitist. I hate to come off as racist even though I don't think I am. At the end of the day, hip hop is something that black and brown people created. And movies like Body, as good as I'm sure it's going to be, as, as much as I know I'm going to watch it, movies like Body, kind of take what I just said and spit all over that shit. Yeah. And, and it, it's like one of those situations
1: where, like, you just saw the movie uh, Crazy Rich Agents. And agents were like, people went out and saw it. It was a box office smash, kind of like the way Black Panther became a block off, box office smash. And being the first one of the first of its kind with of like an all-black cast and all such stuff. Because we've been told that, hey, you, know, you can't have a black lead. You can't have this. You can't have that. And to have a successful movie, it immediately becomes a race movie. You know what I'm and, saying? And now we can't have a black lead in a, a, battle yeah, rap. in a battle rap movie. I mean, I'm not saying you can't have a white guy ever being the lead in a battle rap movie. Because we've had that. But what I'm trying to say is.
0: But the, it's like. The premise. The beacon of truth. That's what I'm saying. The savior. The, the thing that adds levity to your creation Yes Is a white person Yeah We don't need fucking saving as black people Or as black hip hoppers yeah. We don't need saving Yeah And and we don't need a magical We don't want to be the
1: magical Negroes To carry the story along Exactly like We sit on the Playing on the second
0: fiddle Second fiddle To, 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 to your, help you find some kind of To your bunny rabbit
1: Exactly To try to find some kind of
0: Uh light, like, like you're about to say Exactly
1: like, So my, my, my pleasure My
0: torture This my, feels like our story yes, yes Battle rap And rap is our story Being told through the eyes Of somebody else Yeah Eminem produced this movie yeah. So if it has similarities To 8 Mile And I hate to keep Cutting y'all for it But if the movie has similarities To 8 Mile Well it's going to Because it's produced by Eminem Yeah Don't know who was written by I don't know who else Put it together But it has an Eminem connection So it's gonna be 8 Mile-ish Um And it doesn't surprise me that it's a white boy in the lead because it's connected to him. But this is our story and our vehicle, and it seems like a lot of the times we don't even get to drive our own fucking vehicle. Yep. Every fucking battle rapper is embodied. I saw all of them. I saw Hollow the Dime. I saw um, Disaster. I saw Dumbfounded, the Asian guy in one of the first couple scenes of the trailer um, I saw a lot of battle rappers <laughs> they even had a Lush a Lush 1 uh, 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 clown in the beginning of it. somebody mimicking Lush 1 yep. so this really now it does we, we talked about what we don't like let me, let me switch over and be positive what I do like about Body from the trailer all this is coming from the trailer what I do like about Body is it seems very fucking genuine to the culture like, the the new age of battle rap, yep. Smack, King mm-hmm. of the Dot. This shit here is very... Fu- it's ripped straight out the pages of new age battle rap. Now, this is where... I like, love that.
1: Now, this is what I would ask the question. Like, I bet the primary audience of battle rap is probably going to be, white like kids now, trying to get into battle rap. I yeah, it. I can see that. And I think that, you know... Um, know with like i hate to say you know you see a lot of things being shifted a certain type of way and usually the substantive stuff gets shifted away and you know you're left with uh you know let me dumb you down like scarface said a long time ago you know what are you getting fed and what is everybody else getting fed and so basically we're not i'm not seeing as many though i'm seeing whatever because like when I saw what Aaron Solomon did versus what Ron Nitty did, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Bruh, I need that guy. I need that guy to come up and pretty much like, I've done the research. I'm tearing you apart. See, during my time, there was plenty of us, black people, that were like sitting there like we look at our opponent one time and we knew their history. We knew what was going on and we had rhymes prepared for that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I knew, like I told you, I, when I was battling, I knew artists that were signed the Fat Beats. They were at the battle and were battling. And I dissed them, which was a distributor and record store and what's called, who was actually even carrying our product. You know what I'm saying? And that was the type of thing that you knew that. You dissing the team that they signed and their leaders that they put together. You know what I'm saying? And you and you start attacking them on that. And people like, oh, wait, oh, hey, you know, people start feeling weird versus like, man, I'm going to shoot you. I will take this Mac, peel it back like a banana, slide in the banana. <laughs> you know, like it is, you know, they just keep on and going so down. Do yeah, exactly. exactly. We um,
0: just to give a, give a little reference. Before we started recording the show today, Frederick and I. Yes. Watched a Smackdown. smack battle. Smack from seven months ago. Yes. Quite a while back. Yeah, red pants. But we watched as Smack with his red pants and red, black and white armor fatigue shirt. Yes, he did. He was, he was killing us with that. Hosted a battle between Iron Solomon from New York against Rum Nitty. I want to say he's from Arizona. Both of them did a phenomenal fucking job. It was I remember this event was a small event. They purposely made it a small event because they didn't want crowd interference. They wanted to return to the essence of smack. That small, intimate feel where a crowd can't sway who wins and loses. Yeah. That was a great, great idea. That same card had Hollow the Dine versus Iron Solomon in the rematch as well. But anyway, Rum Nitty versus Iron Solomon. Iron Solomon with his white ass destroyed Rum Nitty with his black ass. Both of them did great. Both of them had bars. But what you had with Iron Solomon was an MC that broke his opponent down from every single angle. Yep. He battled the character of that man, the yep. person. He battled him. Mm-hmm. Rum Nitty super dope, but all he really did was hit you with extremely good punches and similes and mixtape bars dope you can't listen to both of the motherfuckers and say you don't like their bars since they both snap but one person came to lyrically destroy the other whereas the other person thought he came to lyrically destroy but rum nitty didn't lyrically destroy anything in my opinion he got three old um that's what you get with more of a king of the dot type of crowd what Iron Solomon did to Rum Nitty, that's what you get with a King of the Dot type of crowd. What Rum Nitty was trying to do to Iron Solomon, that's what you get with more of a Smack type of crowd. But to tie this into to what Fred was talking about, Iron Solomon comes from Fred's generation. Fred is older than I. Um, Iron Solomon comes from that generation before Riddance, where you had to attack your opponent. Where you had to be very witty, where you had to be able to respond to somebody in real time. You couldn't just write a dope ass verse and battle right there. You had to be a quick thinking motherfucker on the spot, as well as have some riddance on the backhand, not the fronthand, the backhand. Back back hand. But you stand. had, but you had to have, you had to. It was chess. Yeah. Sometimes nowadays it feels more like chess. Yeah. Nitty was playing damn good checkers. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about championship winning checkers. Yep. Iron Solomon was playing championship winning chess. Yep. And um, that's the generation that Fred comes from. And I showed him that battle on purpose because he's not the biggest battle rap fan. Because he comes from an era before written, he's not the biggest fan to like King of the Dot for no real, even though he has the. He has the, he has the Chilla Jones being one, Iron Solomon being another. God, not- and my nigga DNA, he fucks yes. with DNA. Fred fucks with the people that come who are cut from that cloth. Yeah, Fred okay. fucks with the DNAs, yeah. the Iron yeah. Solomons, the the Immaculates. Fred fucks with the people who can basically freestyle, and they come from that era where it's like any place, anytime, anywhere. I got lyrics prepared for you, written or unwritten. Yeah,
1: that's it. What you got? I'm gonna look at you a couple times. I'm gonna listen to what you gotta say, and I'm gonna deconstruct you
0: and you're witty it yep. ain't just yeah. i'ma shoot you i'ma shoot you i'ma shoot you mm-hmm. um but yeah i think we're kind of going on a tangent here but wrapping this, thing, this whole thing up body yep. we're talking about body it looks like another white guy's gonna come in and be the white savior yep or you like
1: know? or it's i think i think it's more like a Bagger of movie to me i don't know but <laughs> i think That's about right. it i think it's more a bag than it I think it makes it's sense. it's a hip hop bagger vans. It's like the Ma- or the green mile. Hip hop bagger vans or hip hop green mile. Like the mag- the you know, you get a magical negro and he walks you through the entire movie and he saves helps you find something about yourself. Helps you find strength within yourself. Within the rap in the in the wrappings of the culture. You know what I'm saying? Whereas none of the people in this culture, they tend, tend to not find any strength within they They can't get out. You See what I'm saying? Yeah. So they trapped. But you came to this foreign culture,
0: foreign to you, and found acceptance and a better way of life. Here's the thing. It makes less sense for somebody from outside the culture to come in and find this fucking to have this Eureka moment. That makes less sense than somebody inside the culture finding that Eureka moment. If anybody finds that moment of enlightenment through the art form, it's going to be somebody in it. Well, and then, you know, you got to also deal with You heart. know, Billy from across the train tracks ain't about to come over to the black neighborhood and find enlightenment. It's that motherfucker in the black community who's going to find that enlightenment because he's the one in it. Now, I get the point. I get the point they're trying to make of somebody on the outside can see things and view things differently. But this whole, I'm going to come to your... I'm white. I'm going to come to your culture and see the beauty in it even when you don't. Or learn something that's going to take me to the next level. It ain't going to help you, but it's going to help me. It's like how Dr. Strange becomes the Sorcerer Supreme.
1: Danny Rand is the Iron Fist. I'm like, really? Is so how we doing this in the streets? And But but, they, but all of those are tied to the same old thing. And that's the point. And when you say this to people, people are like, oh, you being... I'm like, no, but you got to think about this. Imagine. Just imagine if... Every time you saw any, like, say whatever you name it, you know what I'm saying? That's all you ever see. All you ever see. I'm not saying sometimes. You're going to see it sometimes. It's going to happen sometimes. You see what I'm saying? But, you know what I mean? You But you, you got to be able to say, okay, yeah, but, hey, we made this thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, like, you got to say, okay, I get it. Like, stop doing this So Now, I know what they did Here, I get it Like, they're using The Hollywood formula Of white lead uh, Attacks attracts to more people The audience That listens to battle rap Are probably uh, Young white males If you get the demographic Probably more than And they probably Buy more tickets And do all this other stuff You know, I, I guarantee you Most of the African Americans We see on the crowd Are even associated With the rappers You got a handful Of backpack type Hardcore, which Cause I know Because I go to Independent hip hop shows And I know who's outside of the street stuff i see a lot more other people than i see us and so that, i think that's who they are
0: yeah this has a backpack feel yeah they
1: playing and to and backpack
0: hip hop has more of a mixed crowd yes and sometimes it's a, it has a,
1: a very white crowd and seeing that that's a danger cuz that's a danger that we also facing in the comic book shops and stuff like that when you get that crowd to segment it off they that crowd does get entitled that's that crowd does get spoiled that crowd does they stop even they start to feel like the reason why they lashed out against Star Wars and all this stuff. They want to control everything. You do anything that they don't like, they think they run the whole show. Like I have to remind people all the time I say, you don't like Star Wars, and stop fucking buying tickets and shut the fuck up. And shut shit the fuck! It. Up. It's not your movie, yo it's not leatherhead bitch. Yeah, because it's not your movie.
0: You don't own shit.
1: I, I bought this my whole life. I'm like, you're and you Santa still food. broke,
0: motherfucker. And you're still broke at the house. Nigga can't enjoy shit without you breaking down the difference between the book, the source material, and the goddamn movie. Shut the fuck up. Let me enjoy the yeah, goddamn movie. I just want to. I liked it because I like Nerdy Ned. It. Eat shit. Give me your soul. So, series. this has been another episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. So we do. I am Joey Burnham. And this is your boy Fred Freeze. And we are out, motherfuckers
1: you're not a kid no more i think it's time to grow homie you better know you know it's time uh, to grow
0: this board. is a fourth coast media production fourth coast